0: Sitting in the power. We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums.
1: We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh.
0: Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry too, because we're heartstring pulling mother truckers.
1: Oh, ooh. Warning, this is rated E for explicit, so if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around.
0: Turn it around. Don't look back. Run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. Hi, Dana oh. Willie. Hi, Matthew Tow. <laughs> how are you? Did, did my giggling throw you off your game today?
1: No, never. <laughs> never. Just a tiny bit.
0: Give me some credit Stu. No. credits, too. Okay, all right. I
1: love when we giggle when we start the podcast because I know it's like <laughs> fire.
0: So my new thing now, Dana Willie, is what can I say to you right before we start filming to get you to really laugh?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's... your whole goal in in the world is to make me laugh.
0: Yeah. Like, you're like. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, hmm. Mwah. Like, I just want to start. I just want to start seeing random topics just to, be, like, throw you off your game. Mm-hmm. Like, that I want to watch, you. S- I want you to struggle that laughter, like trying to fold a fitted sheet. Well,
1: <laughs> speaking, <laughs> do you know that I can fold a fitted sheet? I know I you're not. It. You, I, okay. Well, maybe I'll tape something and I'll show everybody. But like, if, okay. so I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really a witch. But if I was a witch, like if you saw me fold mm-hmm. a fitted sheet, you'd be like, "Oh, damn, she's she's That's a witch," because yeah, yeah, because it's magical.
0: So you're because like a lot tab- of people <laughs> get,
1: get get like really overwhelmed by the fitted sheet, but I can do mm-hmm. it. I can fold a fitted sheet like like you get like you know when you go to like I don't know Bed Bath and Beyond and buy a sheet. I can fold a fitted sheet like you get it from Bed Bath and Beyond.
0: You're like Tabitha of the mediumship world. Of like of, you put. Well, yeah, uh,
1: uh, of the fitted sheet world. I don't. Want, I don't. Want, I. Th- I think that's too bold to say of the medium okay. world. Okay.
0: All right. All right. All right. I'm. So, I, I overstepped my boundaries. Yeah. But let's talk about today's topic, Dana Welly. Speaking of folding, because
1: we we you know we were talking about folding a sheet, but I want to talk about unfoldment.
0: Unfoldment. I always think of a map every time I hear unfoldment. Really. Yeah. Like one of those like old atlases. Back in my day, as Dana would Dana said in a previous podcast, back in my day we had maps. Uh, but yes. really it, it it is a process and it takes a while and it's like it's like your beautiful onion analogy.
1: So unfoldment. Mm-hmm. What is this fancy word called unfoldment in when we're talking about mediumship development? It's you know we we talk a lot about development and I feel mm-hmm. like in it it's part of development it's part of mediumship development but a lot of times when we think about mediumship development we're talking about purposeful action whereas unfoldment is more of like the passive development process of our mediumship development right of our mediumship mm-hmm. journey of development unfoldment is kind of the work that our spirit team does with us to make us better mediums and it's I love it, but I hate it. It's a frustrating thing sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, they play dirty games with Unfold men. <laughs> they play them dirty games. They're like, oh, you think you got this? Hmm, not today. And they pull the rug right out underneath you. But mm-hmm. I. But let's start with first. Let, let's go with Marty Twycross. Let's talk about Marty Twycross first. Because he always likes to say, like when mediums walk into- You call him Marty? Yeah, it's Marty. We're on that level now. <laughs> I, I like,
1: I mean, I mean, I like to call him but, Twy Daddy. If yeah. we're, I mean, I'm on that level.
0: Yeah. But for I mean, those Mar- of you that
1: aren't on that level, it's Martin Twycross.
0: Yeah. It's Martin Twycross, but it's Marty Twy Daddy Twycross, mm-hmm. senior, Esquire. I don't think this um, is how we're going to get him on the <laughs> podcast. But. No. But Martin Twycross always says something called a sweetie. And so usually when mediums go into their first development circle, or if we're really young and we see spirit and stuff like that, those are like sweeties from spirit. It's like a message from spirit of being like, this is possible. And then typically I've heard from a lot of mediums and I've experienced it myself where you have the wow moment where like the fire, um, works go off and then you go back to your next class and it's like, Crickets, like mm-hmm. silence, because then you're like, I can do this. And they're like, but that's almost like kind of saying, hey, this is possible, but you got to work for it. And you got to like put in the effort because it's almost like like I don't want to say it's romanticizing. Like you got to kind of like turn up the heat a little bit. You got to work it, and Spirit likes Mm -hmm. it when you show up, right? Uh, But they don't want you to go full steam ahead. They want you to develop yourself because there's a lot that goes into development, not just the abilities, but also personal development, and that's also part of your unfoldment. Mm -hmm. So first, Mm -hmm. I want to say if anybody walks in the door and being like, "I can do this in one try." I'll see you next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, how many times does that happen? And and it happens to us every once in a while too, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh damn, that's cool. And then you're like, is it gonna happen again? And that that's the sweetie, right? That's the mm-hmm. knowing that um and and in Eileen Davies uh Don't limit the limitless, right? We, We always understand that there's more to develop, there's more to understand. That's why I always call myself a developing medium, even though I'm a professional and even though I teach, we are always in the process of unfoldment, always in the process of developing our mediumship. And our spirit team is always working with us to be better conduits for spirit energy and spirit Mm -hmm. communication. So they're always kind of keeping us on our tippy toes. Have you noticed that, Matt? Just like, just when you feel that things are kind of, you're getting into a status quo, you're like, okay, I'm going to go in, this is how it's going to work. I'm, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and knowing that there's a, there's always a certain level of unpredictability with every single reading, every single spirit's going to be different. Every sitter is going to be different, but you kind of know, these are the thi- these are my strengths. These are the things I can lean on. I'm, I know that I'm going to get information this way or that way. And then you go into a reading and they take something away. Like yeah. all of a sudden you just aren't getting anything clairaudiently when you've been getting everything clairaudiently for a while and you're like, what, why aren't you? Hello? Why don't I hear anything? Why don't I hear anything? But you are getting stuff in other ways. It's not like they've yeah. shut off communication altogether, but you will notice that they take a clear away sometimes.
0: Okay. So bear with me on this adventure of this analogy, but it'll make sense to the end. So I think of our spirit guides as like the judging panel for RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: during RuPaul's Drag Race, you always have that one queen that always shows up in bikinis because they have a really nice body, but they don't really Mm -hmm. have a lot of talent that they show, but they always show their nice body. Right. Mm -hmm. So Michelle Visage always says, stop relying on that body. Uh, we want to see more from you. Like, tell mm-hmm. me this is not what the RuPaul's Drag Race queen say, or the judge panel. So I think the spirits a lot like that, that they don't want us relying on that body. Right. And I think when we get used to things and the way that we present our clears or the evidence that we bring through, they're like, that's really great. You can do that, but you can do so much more. We're going to need to see more from you. Mm-hmm. And so they take something away And they sashay me away to go work on something else. But the problem when the frustration with a lot of mediums that when they get to that point where they're used to like the way that they're reading and spirit takes that away, they think they're broken. Mm
1: -hmm. But they're
0: not in tune or attention to the information that's rolling in in a different way because they're so frustrated that it's not working the, the way that they thought it would. So stop yep. relying on that body. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that It really analogy. makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. It really
0: makes sense because they want to see us diverse. They want to see us to be able to read for every, you know, the entire spirit world, not just one small section, because the spirit world, us are very similar in the way that we all communicate in different ways. Like some of us are visual learners. Some of us are hands-on learners. Some of us are more like, uh, what, cause that <laughs> calisthenics, like the mix between both. Right. And we can do mm-hmm. a little bit of point A and point B. And I think mediums get hung up on their opportunities and strengths. So when somebody comes out to me and is like, well, what are you really good at? I'm like, all of them. And then they're like, well, what are you really bad at? All of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they come and go. They're like, okay, because blah, 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 spirit wants you to pivot. But when you're first starting out, you might only have one Claire.
1: Well, you have all the Claire's. Let's just, let's just preface mm-hmm. that. You have all the Claire's, but you are predominantly strong in one Claire. And the Correct. goal is is to be a be- well balanced medium where you are more balanced mm-hmm. in all of your clairs and not overly dependent in one clair over the others um, so it's that one clair that you've been d- depending on and and for a lot of mediums it's their clairvoyance right and then yep. all of a sudden they stop seeing things and they're like oh, where to go where to go mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. asking you like no now you need to feel it Now you need to, uh, what's coming in claircognizantly? What do you just know? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? What are you tasting? And they're asking you to bring stuff in from other things so that you're a more well-rounded medium. And the thing about it is, is spirit's always going to give it to you back. They're always going to bring it back to you. But it's it's that trust (laughs) and surrender Mm -hmm. that we always have to do with the spirit world of saying like, okay, I really hate that you're doing this right now. You're getting me out of my comfort zone. But we have to remember that when we get out of our comfort zone, that's when our greatest growth happens. And our spirit team knows this, right? Our spirit team understands and knows that like by doing this, this is how we're going to be growing the most. So what Mm -hmm. do you do? What do you do when you're like, is this thing on? Am I broken?
0: First of all, I hold space for my feelings. Mm-hmm. I because I think when we think that we're broken we give up but I think recognizing and working through our feelings of being like <laughs> have that good cry take that five minutes to cry and then pick yourself back up go back to more development mm-hmm. uh give yourself time and I think fucking humans man i just need to say and this is from the spirit world fucking humans because we <laughs> want everything now we want, we want instant right gratification now, now. we want to be able to feel special now right because i think a lot of developing mediums as they start to progress in their development they feel special in spirit you know? <laughs> <Like, laughs> i'm taking this away uh but just kind of like working on yourself as well Because I believe, and this is just my belief, it's not rooted in fact. I'm just a working medium from Massachusetts trying to make it in in life, right? I believe that, like, a lot of our life experience and trauma is also tied into our unfoldment process. That, like, if we're not feeling as much, right, we might be desensitized from trauma, we might be desensitized from media, we might be desensitized and shut down. So, like, you might also need to do some personal work to like open up your heart and feel a little bit more and work on yourself. And then spirit's like, you ready. ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. You can have the entree now. You're good. Um, mm-hmm. so like it takes a lot of time. And, and, the, and the number one question I got for like the process of becoming like a working medium is well, how long does your enfoldment take? How long, how, how, long you got. It's still happening. <laughs> FYI,
1: it's never done. <laughs> and that's, again, I, I have to reiterate, that's why I call myself a developing medium. And I mm-hmm. do that also as a teacher so that you don't put anybody on a pedestal. Um, we always open up our uh, development circles with, Matt and I are just running the circle. That doesn't make us any better than any of you. We're just mm-hmm. at a different part in our journey than you. We we're not any better than you and we're learning and growing with you every single circle. So our space and a circle and our development is always a space for us all to grow together. We're always growing. And if you have any, any point in where you like, Oh, I've got this all figured out. Oh, that's, that's probably when you're going to get hit the most by something Mm -hmm. like this. We are always growing and always unfolding and limiting i I love how I get expanded it's frustrating, and I think the biggest thing that I wanted to to bring forward on this is is what you just said, Matt is holding space for our emotions around this when it does happen because it is frustrating right We invest a lot of time we invest a lot of um emotion in our development um we a lot of us come to this work through trauma through a lot of like we want to help people we want to heal people and when we don't feel like we can do that properly that messes with us so unpacking some of that where where what are our feelings around this how does that affect us when we don't feel like we can connect the same way um you know one of the things well part of the reason I wanted to do this is a, if this is the first time it's happening to you, I want you to know that it's normal in an mm-hmm. enfoldment process. If they take something away from you, that you're going to get it back. It's totally normal. The second thing is you're going to get used to them doing this to you. Um, Matt, or I will call each other when this happens and we're like, uh, well, they're working on me. They're doing something because they're switching things up on me. And I, the more, you know, m- medium friends that I have, um, you know, it's just a conversation like oh, they're switching, they're switching things up on me. And it's just a normal conversation that, that you have with friends that are that do mm-hmm. this work that. Yep. And the more we mentor, the more we work with people, we see it in our students all the time. Like they're just switching it up on you. They're just making you a better medium. And so it's having patience. You know, this is, again, the passive state of understanding that they're working with you on this. You can work with yourself in your per, in your proactive development in going and showing up, so what do you do you They've taken this claire away from you. you can start working on your other clairs and not go in looking for that predominant clair like okay, my clairvoyance they've kind of taken that away from me if it if it's not coming in visually, i can't then it's not working. Lean in one of the biggest things for me. And this is a little bit different because I've never been, well, I, I never started as being a very clairvoyant reader, but I was like, I built the intention of wanting to be a clairvoyant reader. So I went to Development Circle and I was like, the only way that I'm de- I'm going to deliver anything is if you show it to me, because that was my weakest Claire. And it was bumpy and it was slow, but I worked with it. So going into a development circle, knowing like I'm intentionally going to work on my weakest Claire um, and working with spirit. So when they when they're working with your unfoldment and saying, I'm taking that away, stop trying to work with that Claire that they've taken you away from you and lean into something else.
0: You're causing tension. You're causing Mm -hmm. tension by struggling to see things when you're not. Seeing things at this moment, but my question to you is that so you walked into your development circle and you were like, Hey, sir, I only want to see things uh clairvoyantly. hmm did you have readings where you didn't see anything for a while? like were there readings where you maybe only got one image, oh yeah, yeah, so and I yeah, but you but you pivoted and you dealt with it, and you kept going.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: as an educator um. It's nice to watch our students unfold, right? Um, But we also need to realize that maybe what you were seeing wasn't the full picture or you were getting it on like 4G cell phone service. And when it comes back, it's going to be 5G, Mm -hmm. right? It's going to be better than what you actually did. But you're so frustrated in that moment that you're not seeing uh, the images that you'd see, but you don't know how it's going to come back next time. Because maybe you just needed to give it a rest to learn something else. Uh, I think what really, I don't want to say frustrates me, but one thing that I really want to, the students to know is like when we're telling you, Matt and Dana, as two developing, educating mediums that they're working on, you should you should develop something else. Listen to us because we've been there. And we understand and we see it as it's happening live with you to be like, you need to work on another Claire because the Claire that you're working with is not working. Uh, And it's just the stubbornness of the the student that uh, will eventually fade away when they start realizing, oh, I'm actually feeling something. Or when the light turns on for them, when they're like, I just smelt something and that was really strong and I've never smelt that before. That's Mm -hmm. new. Right. Uh, because they want you to also not be i think in a little bit of way i'm I, i'm just guessing here dana i don't have any proof to back this up but i also think they want us to be excited by the work that we do and if everything mm-hmm. was the same day after day we'd be desensitized and i think it's mm-hmm. just their way to be like this is magical what you're doing is magical so here you go and we're going to take this away so when you experience something else you can keep having wow moments of just how grateful that you get to do this work, right? Um, They haven't said that to me, but I'm just-
1: I actually, I love that. I love
0: Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, they just want to keep it exciting for us as well. Is it frustrating? Oh, 100%. But they know the grander scheme of things because they're intelligent. They see five minutes before us. They might know the spirits two weeks from now that we're going to speak to. And they're like, well, Jimmy, uh, he is going to come in with more feeling." And little Susie over here, she's going to come in with a lot more visuals, right? Mm -hmm. They want us to be adaptable because there's five billion people in this world and we all don't communicate the same, right? Each one of us has a different way of communicating. So we should be able to pivot. Now, will we be able to read for everybody? No, no, but you should be well-rounded if you're working with the general public. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and the more that we develop, and the more that we go down our development journey, the more people that we will be able to work for and read for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the goal: is to continue to be a better radio and broaden our our awareness more and more. Um, you know, the biggest thing too is when that frustration ha- happens, um, is just to continue showing up to work with with the spirit world. I think that's really important, continuing to sit in the power, um, really just showing up. And we, Matt and I tried not to use the word surrender, um, very much because sometimes it has, can have like a weird connotation. Like what does surrender mean? But really trusting, um, in the spirit world and trusting on the journey that your spirit team is taking you on. Um, And trying not to control, and this was a hard, this, I think this was one of my biggest things that I had to learn as a medium is this isn't for me to control. Um, this isn't for me to like, try to like put into a certain box of how this was supposed to happen, that I'm just on the ride and Mm -hmm. use me in the way that I need to be used. Actually, this was, um, this, what this, this unlock happened in Sedona.
0: I just had one right now. Go ahead, share yours.
1: <laughs> okay. This this unlock happened in Sedona and and we me and my me and spirit had an agreement that I would just show up to be used in the way that they need me needed me to be used. And that was my point of surrender and trust with them of like I will start the Dana part of me will start getting out of the way and I will just start mm-hmm. showing up. They said just show up and get out of the way. <laughs> like just stop stop bringing in all of this expectation of what you think this is supposed to be like and just get out of the way. And do I still struggle with it? Yeah. Mhm. Absolutely because I'm a human, but I work every time to just show up. And it's hard to show up. It's hard to not have expectation, but I I just try to show up, just do what I'm asked to do, get out of the way, give what I'm getting in whatever way it comes in. And not have any rules of like, and when I, when things are getting switched up on me of being uh, going with the flow and it's, and it's not, uh, and I, and I think the unfoldment process is going with the flow, right. Of like, this is where you're taking me. I'm going to go with the flow and not trying to fight it or control it.
0: Mm-hmm. Figured it out, Dana Willie, oh,
1: I had a cool. literal
0: massive download. Okay. So what do spirit guides do? They guide us. They guide us. Okay. But we have free will, right? We have free will. Uh So even if you're developed, developing, like advanced developing medium, you could go off a path, right? You're walking Uh off a path and sometimes they take things away to be like back to basics. You need to navigate back to the trail because we've now trusted ourselves a little too much to go love the beaten path in one direction where you're like okay that might be a little too far so sometimes they'll take things away to revert you back and guide you back on track of being like okay this is where you need to be so like for me I can tell you right now they've taken away a lot of like evidence from me evidence because I was relying on that evidence they've taken that away because now they want me to get back to basics of being like establish the connection, say it with heart. You don't need to know the date and time of this person's death. You just need to make sure that this person is being connected to to the person that's across from you. Stop worrying about being like, oh, I need all the proof, right? So that just came in as we were talking right here. But it's that's what they do. They guide us. And so the only way that they can guide us back to it with out for without taking over our free will is to take things away to also to get us back to basics the simplicity of mediumship the simplicity of the client spirit communicator connection so it's not about me per se, right? Because obviously I can pull through the evidence. I can paint a picture beautifully back to life, but maybe there's something that I just need to course correct for myself. And this is their only way to get our attention Mm -hmm. because spirit communication is soft and subtle. It's not a slap in the face. And so when the lights are on and nobody's home, that's an indication it could be us that we need work to do or to get back into development. I mm-hmm. highly encourage developed mediums to continue to go to development circles here and there. Sprinkle it in. Your development is worth it as well.
1: Mm-hmm. It's what, all I could think of is spirit guides are like, we've been trying to reach you about your car insurance. <laughs> and, you know what? And, and you've been ignoring them. And so they're like, and oh, we're just going to take that away because you've been ignoring us.
0: You know what it is? In 400 feet, take the roundabout. Take a left. <laughs> turn around you turn they're literally like the the Waze. is it ways
1: <laughs> it's why well, you call it Waze. i swear to God.
0: it's french it's french but really they're just trying they're the gps of our lives and the way that it is but they're gonna let us go if we walk away from mediumship they're completely fine they're not gonna be like mm-hmm. well that was a fun ride guys because they're just gonna guide us in another path that we choose but if this is something that we truly want and they want us to work with this, they're going to get your attention one way or another. And if it's taking something away, because you've been a bad, bad kid, they're going to take your toys yeah. away until until you can go and time out and come back out. I'm just saying taking breaks yeah. is, is, is good too. So
1: Yeah, taking breaks is good. But you haven't been a bad, bad kid. And I, I'd, I'd, I think though, like, and again, I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to y'all. Because this is something like... Mm-hmm. I am a I like control. And and you I, I know. I know. No. <laughs> and so I I swear to God, I, I this is part of my incarnation. They're like, we're gonna make her a medium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna give her like these control issues, and then we're gonna make her a medium where she can't control anything. <laughs> mwah, 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 karmic wheel. That's what
0: but you gonna do. But this is old. this has ha, ha. been this but this was what mafioso. When... <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, no, but
1: honestly, like I think this this was like this is part of my soul development was to kind of mm-hmm. come in here and be like, you have a issue with like not having control, and like you have to come in and like give up your control, and really you trust.
0: That's the opposite for me. It's the opposite for me. I think this karmic lifetime, they're like, you need to learn how to control because you're a little too passive. You're a little too. So like taking control of my development is most likely what my karmic reward is, right? Because no one can develop us but us.
1: You know what's interesting? That, that goes into a diff- a, an interesting topic that I was actually, um, for all of you that don't know, I have conference calls with spirit every time I take a shower. And this was something. that <laughs> And it's every time water. I take, a sh- I think so. But every time I get out of the shower, I text Matt. I'm like, okay, so in the conference call today with spirit, mm-hmm. this is what we talked about. Um, but in my conference call with spirit today, we were talking about, you know, my de- development journey. And I didn't, ha- I, I started my, out my development j- journey, poor, poor, poor. I could not afford classes. I could not afford um, development circles right away. Like I started out not being able to afford anything. And so the beginning of my um, development was through unfoldment. It was a lot through my spirit team. And my guides developed me and it was like really, and I think that's probably why I talk to my guides so much. And I have the relationship with them that I do, because I was really relying on them. I wasn't relying on a teacher or anything else. Like I had a problem and I'd be like, how do I do this? And they were like, try this. And so we would just have like these back and forth conversations of like, you know, I was like getting overwhelmed by spirit. We talked about this in a previous episode, but I was like, I feel like I need to sleep at night, and I feel like I need to not be overwhelmed at the grocery store. And they're like, create a waiting room, and I was like, cool. And so it was kind of like this back and forth thing. That at the very beginning of my um, development, I was having these conversations with my spirit team of like, this is what's happening, this is what's going on, and I think. Going back to your wazé, because you're French, uh, this was them taking me on the path that I needed to go on, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So knowing that, like whether you can, you know, go to a development class or or whatever, your spirit team is always working with you, and and again, they are the passive. This is the passive way of receiving development, right? But it was Mm -hmm. up to me to then figure out how I was going to integrate the things and what they were doing with me. Um, Was I going to meditate? Was I going to sit in the power? Was I going to read books? Was I going to go down the rabbit hole further? Um, Was I going to show up? And then I found a way, when it was sometimes finding quarters in in the couch cushions to afford development circle, but I did. I found a way to make it. Um if I watched the people that resonated with me, but they they were like starting the the process. That was the passive side. And then it was up for me, up to me to like then integrate what they were unfolding in me. Does that make sense?
0: We we I just had to go French there for a second. No, that's total but that makes total sense. It it really is (laughs) <laughs> I'm just trying to think of. We're another, multicultural
1: here. I, another, I mean, another culture,
0: um, but it really kind of makes sense. It was, but it all took you showing up and having that dedication for that to be possible. And granted of your financial status or, uh, or your time, it's just showing up. That is part of the, like, step one of the process of unfoldment is showing up. Either way you do it, they're all, as, as Dana Willie says, all roads lead to Cincinnati, but really it's true. You Nobody know, wants it's, to go it's, to Cincinnati. It's, it's, no it's no hate on
1: Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, but it really is true. All roads lead to the same place. And, but it's all just you showing up and you putting in the effort and you making it possible in whatever capacity you can learn mediumship to show up, to show up and play. Um, Another part of an unfoldment process that we don't really kind of talk about is, and this is putting development circles and learning in two different categories, is that part of your unfoldment is learning the material, right? It's it's, it's understanding what players are. It's going to classes if you can afford classes. But the biggest part of your unfoldment is actually executing what you're learning. Mm Mm-hmm. They think, like, a a lot of majority of the people think, well, I read a book, so I understand. No, you don't, because there's a lot of hands-on one-on-one engagement with the spirit world because it's all individual of how you learn, how they communicate with you, if you're a symbol reader, if you're a literal reader, if you're uh, mixed between both. But you don't know that unless you actually show up and you try it, right? Or you mm-hmm. stretch yourself or even outside of development circles, sitting in a coffee shop and trying to work on your clear audience by picking up the person that's calling out drinks from the other side of the store over the loud machines and music right? Mm -hmm. That helps. So there's a bunch of exercises that you can do, but a lot of it is like sitting down with another person to have the mechanics of mediumship actually start moving for you to be able to pivot and understand that it's not just talking to dead people. It's Mm not, I hate to say it as a medium, it's not just about talking to dead people. There's a lot more that goes into your involvement.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's, you have to practice it. We have, well, we understand back to basics to have, to do mediumship. We need three things, right? We need spirit. Okay. We need us. And then we need somebody else <laughs> to communicate mm-hmm. it with. Right. And so really we can understand the mechanics until, you know, the cows come home. We can read every single book on the matter, but until we've actually started practicing, because here's the other thing about it. And We don't want to compare. And you'll hear Matt and I say this so many times. Matt and I, even though we teach together, we do this podcast together, we are two completely different mediums. The way that we deliver and receive evidence is completely different. And that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make him better than me. I don't, that doesn't make me better than him. It makes us different. And that is beautiful. We are stronger in other areas, we have opportunities in other areas but spirit uses us in our strengths for the right sitter and so you have to understand how your specific and I call it your specific spice how your specific spice works how mm-hmm. your strengths and opportunities and how your how you understand things works for you and i'll just take something very simple as 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 Clairvoyance, clear seeing. There are some readers that are symbolic readers, and there are some readers that are literal readers when they see something from spirit. You have to figure out which one you are. one is not, one is not right, one is not wrong. But you have to figure out what kind of thinker are you, because we all mm-hmm. are unique. There's If we told a symbolic thinker to think literal, we would throw them off their case, like they would not understand how to read. So spirit is always going to use us and the way that we communicate naturally, how we do it and practicing how our communication works is how they're going to work with us. That's why we're all mm-hmm. unique. That's why we all have our own special spice. Mm-hmm. So you have to practice. So you can, you can know all the mechanics up and down. You can speak on it read every book in the book in the world, but you,
0: you got to practice. But, yeah. Without execution, you've got nothing. Right. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like, I, and just an analogy and just, I'm going to leave it here. It's like an architect drawing the blue br- blueprints and saying the building's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baby, the brick hasn't gone down. <laughs> the mm-hmm. building's not done. You just drew it. Right. So we've got to lay the bricks to build the building and have a good foundation To have that building stand on. And the same thing goes with your mediumship. You got to have some plan. And the plan could be, I'm going to save up and go through the uh, sofa cushions to go to circle. Great. Now go get the education. And patience is your foundation. Patience is your foundation. Because it's not an overnight process. It can take years up to decades to become a decent medium. I mm-hmm. know uh, and oh, a uh, pretty good medium, but not an excellent medium will never be an, an amazing phenomenal excellent superstar. number one, I can do this, and nobody else can medium because you'll be able to do that on the other side because you'll really be able to speak to spirit um but it takes a while, so having patience and grace and understanding that you're gonna fall a lot, you're gonna uh, misinterpret a lot, you're going to have people you just can't connect with. Um, You're going to have superstar evidence and then there's going to be days where you're going to have an off day, but Mm. also we learn from ourselves so let's put the spirit world aside from ourselves, you also learn what you're capable of and where your limits and boundaries are and that's also part of your unfoldment that's like the back of the map right? Because mm-hmm. we're so focused on the destination. We're not looking at the details of how to get there. So like understanding when you're tired or you're overworked or you're not feeling good or you're stressed or you're overly um, anxious and knowing where your mood is and knowing when you're shifting your awareness and, and understanding your sleep patterns and your boundaries. And, and, and mental health is also part of it as well in counseling and self-work and shadow work. And it's a lot of work. And so mm-hmm. it's not something that you can do overnight. And I don't ever want anybody to promise you, dear viewer, that they can teach you in 30 minutes. No. It's no. They can teach it's, you the fundamentals.
1: An, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's an ongoing process. And and mm-hmm. I'll I'll say it for a third time. That's why I am a developing medium because I am mm-hmm. always on the journey. I am always welcome and open to what spirit needs to teach me. Um, I know that um I hope that I'm a better medium a year from now than I am today. I hope that I I continue to grow and develop. Um, but we also have to be okay with the word no. And mm-hmm. and I and knowing that our no's are safe, that when we receive no's or when we're hitting a little bit of a roadblock, that those are opportunities for growth. That that doesn't mean that we're not a medium, that we're broken or anything like that. We just, that's, again, that's why development circles are great because it's a safe place for us to stretch, for us to grow, to feel into those no's. Are those no's really a no? Um, Was that my mind making it up? Those sorts of things. But you had mentioned the word play earlier. Be Mm -hmm. playful with this. Play around with it. Don't take it so seriously. I mean, it is serious work because we're talking about loved ones. We're talking about death. But that's why development and de- places where you can do safe development is so important. Because you should be playful with this. You should release the tension around it because it's it's important to do that.
0: And everyone's always like, oh, but it's so serious. And you're dealing with dark matter. You don't understand the spirit world's funny. They're a playful, so full they're of full love. of love, that's positive. Even if the life was opportunistic, them on the other side is completely, they got a sense of humor like nobody else's business. That's the reason why they're like, raise your vibration. What raises your vibration? Laughter raises your vibration. Music raises your vibration. Okay? So have fun. And and you'll fall in love with this very quickly but you know when you need to be serious for the grief uh, and trauma informed part of your job. Uh, but really, kind of your I would not take back a second of my involvement, not one second of it, because I got to meet really cool people and I got to experience the spirit world and and um, be prepared for opportunities that were going to come around. Um, and I wouldn't take it back, would you?
1: No, and I got to tell you like, those moments when I call you and I'm like they're messing with something, Matt. I mean, yeah. I think I, I did this to you like earlier this week, like they're messing with something. They're doing something to me. I'm almost excited when they do it. Not so much. It's a little frustrating. I'm not going to lie. It's still a little frustrating, but I'm actually get, I actually get excited when they mess with me a little bit because mm-hmm. I know that something bigger and greater is coming and they're working with me. And so I just lean into it and I go with the flow and I'm like, what, what, what you got in store for me? Cause I know it's going to be
0: awesome yeah and just surrender to that it not being there like whatever clear you're relying on just surrender to it just let Mm -hmm. it go and you can play with it a little bit but don't make your whole reading i'm only clairvoyant so i'm gonna choose but my clairvoyant isn't working but i'm gonna take a risk and say this don't make it fit just relax no tension surrender if you're just like hey you know what i'm smelling something so i'm gonna go with this smell and this smells making me feel this way and i'm hearing this but wait a minute at the beginning of your reading you just said you were a clairvoyant reader but you got all everything else pay attention to the subtleties that are going on during your reading watch your readings back that's my Mm -hmm. biggest advice in your unfoldment you will understand of being like this whole time i was frustrated but i actually noticed this entire reading i just said i hear Mm -hmm. (laughs) interesting (laughs) we're relying on the hearing now um but it's really cool, so enjoy your unfoldment. Don't stress tension. journal, 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 journal. and when yeah. you're done journaling, journal more. Journal more. <laughs> in dark and know closet, that
1: you're, you're not crazy, you're not broken and you're still a medium mm-hmm. and and yeah. we got you. we got you. Yeah
0: well, So Matt. everybody, <laughs> I love you, Dana Willie. <laughs> We get so excited that we want to talk at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Willie. That was it. Okay. <laughs> was All say, right. All right.
1: I was going to say, I think we got it. I think we help the peoples. Hopefully we help the peoples.
0: Yeah. I, we, we help them every week. And that's what I love. We show up. We do the work. And we We relax. just show up
1: every, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We show up. We hope you guys show up and we love you guys for showing up. We love you guys for listening yeah. to the podcast and supporting us. And thank you guys if, um, for rating our podcast too on, on Spotify and Apple. We see you guys. And, and for yeah. commenting on, on YouTube, we we see you. We appreciate you. You all are the light of a hundred thousand suns. We appreciate oh. you guys so much.
0: Yes. We love you all. You're in our hearts and have a beautiful slice of watermelon on a spring day, if it is spring where you are. We love you all. Your inner hearts. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye.